Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Our next guest is a wonderful human, but I'm a bit worried, Brez, because Niall Brezzy Breslin's in the studio. I did one gig with you guys, the Blizzards, uh, at Electric Picnic, and thank you again for inviting me down to do it. And then the next thing I know is you've just basically stopped doing like live rock shows and now you're going back to acoustic. Did I ruin the live show for you? Is that what happened? You ruined it, Dave. <laughs> you ruined it. There's just no other way to put it. <laughs> we'll never top that moment and we felt that it was better to just 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 leave it there. It's okay, Brezzy, because he keeps talking about it so it feels like it's happening every night of the week. Yeah, <laughs> keep reliving it. Remember that time I played with the Blizzards? And the time he asked me about 4,000 questions before he went on and I always go in my little, little space and they, poor old Dave was so nervous and I was fine until I met Dave and then I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what tempo will you be at? <laughs> Whenever you admit the rehearsals he, he kept trying to organise rehearsals like Dave, we don't really rehearse it's grand, you know and then little, little kind of sweaty head in them and before we went on but you nailed it thank you yeah, thank <laughs> you I did your stance I have a video like you have this perfect stance and it's but the one thing I notice is not a, not a millimetre do your feet move no, no god no just, it, they're just bet into the floor and Dave stands and it's a, it's a kind of somewhere between heavy metal and folk <laughs> Oh, he won't like that folk reference now. But you know what? He plays football exactly the same way. He stands beside the goal, plants his feet, and does not move. If it bounces in off me, it's still a goal. (laughs) Here, we're playing um, nice sleepy music here. Uh, Thanks, Dave. (laughs) Uh, because The Sleep Scan is your new book Uh, it's a children's book I love your books I love the illustrations in them they're just lovely books to hold even no matter what they're about Um, they're just really nice Uh, but this this is about obviously you know kids and sleep and uh, you know everybody wants their children to sleep yeah 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 um, so tell us about it and isn't this music the same music you hear in every single health spa you go to it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. you just sit there and it's like and it's on loop and you think to yourself do these guys who are working here just had the same affiliation that people have to Christmas music <laughs> they're hearing this song yeah. over and over again anyway it is yeah no the book was um, this is my, my fourth book and the whole idea of my kind of work with, with children and mindfulness is, is not really about mindfulness, it's about giving them the language of emotion to express it, to kind of locate it, to, to, to work with it, to express it with their parents and the guardian and their teachers. And over the pandemic, both with us for life, uh, the, my charity and, um, and myself had got so many parents saying that their kids' sleep patterns have just lost the plot because and naturally they would you know when you're the pandemic you're, you're working from home you're teaching at home kids are in school at home and sleep patterns are crucial especially mm. with kids especially for a de- developing brain you need you need rest and I think rest has become that thing that is secondary to everything else now in the modern world but kids have to rest they need sleep so the kind of core practice of mindfulness meditation is as you know that is is body scan meditation mm. where you're getting kind of the person out of their mind and into their not in a good way but into their bodies mm. well I saw you doing a lovely piece on Instagram and it was just so simple and I think a lot of us forget it that you're like if you're trying to get out of a busy frantic mind and you know you're feeling that fizzy busyness in your head uh, the last thing you need to use to get out of your mind is your mind 
No, you can't use the same thing that got you into that yeah. spiral to get you out of it. But and that's think, our natural reaction. It's oh my god, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Okay, what can I? What can I do? What, what do I need to think of right now to get me out of this? But actually, it's switching that from your mind into your body. That that can be the key, especially for little minds. Yeah, it, the thing, the simplest of grounding. That's why grounding is used as a technique. But the idea of kind of shifting your awareness to the physical sensations of the body mm. and. With a child, like if I said I'm going to have a book called The Body Scan, no kid's reading that. You know, you have to translate and meet the kids where they're at. Where the, you know, and I have a nephew, Billy, that I talk to a lot about. He's past the body scan phase, I think, now. He's just like everything. He he, he, he reads the Farmer's Journal now. Um, but <laughs> proper West Mead yeah, man. He is a proper Harney man. He's like, Uncle Niall, could you just buy me a football and stop giving me meditation tips? It's because of the two Johnnies. He's singing all their lyrics. And, like, and, I, and, and I look at him singing them and it's like, you can't say those words, Billy, but he's still singing them and he's sending me videos of himself singing them and I, he has no context but yeah I, I kind of I kind of look back at myself as I was a terrible sleeper I mm. was a brutal sleeper as a child and I used to have to my granny used to have to sit beside the, the my bed and she would she would sta- sit there and she'd pray and that would put me asleep most of the time so it was, uh, <laughs> she'd do the rosary like that that works thanks uh, but I was a terrible sleeper I've always been a really difficult sleeper where I wake up a lot because I do have that frantic mind and I used to fight that frantic mind and I used to get upset by it this music is really just <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> I used to get really upset by it but now I just accept it I have that type of mind and I have these things that I do to actually deal with it and, and I actually in a, in a way I value it a little bit now because it allows you to create things it allows you constantly you know do things I'm, I'm I think this idea that trying to have this perfect, you know, we have the, the wellness industry saying you must sleep for eight hours a night and if you don't, mm. we're creating these templates for people and, and not everyone fits into those templates and that's absolutely okay. And I think this is a subjective topic and with mindfulness and what I try to teach with kids or adults or anybody is that you need to meet yourself where you are. You know, trying to set these kind of really specific goals for where you want to get to with this, is it kind of just does two things. It limits where it could go and it also disappoints you if you don't get there. So I always think with children, you, you got to meet them very much where they're at. And this is where the sleep scan came And from. when you're writing a book for kids, it presumably presents challenges that you wouldn't have if you were doing something for adults because you think, because you're an adult, you think like an adult all the time. So what challenges do you face when you sit down and go, right, I need to write the sleep scan, but I need to write it so that a kid is going to be able to read it, enjoy it, all the things, and then understand the meaning behind everything else. Relatability. That's yeah. that's the starting point. Is the kid needs to be able to relate to what you're saying. They need the meet. You know, oh yeah, that's like me. That's what you want when you when you're writing kids books. That's like me. If you can get that, and you can let the kid kind of feel the child feel like, my God, I'm not. This isn't something that no one else deals with. And as I said, then they start to express that. They start to talk about it. They start to have a a bridge of communication with their loved ones around it. And you validate it. That's mm. the big thing for me is valid. Don't, I always say, don't tell a child not to feel something they already feel. And even in my case, when I was growing up, I remember my dad used to go overseas a lot. He was in the army and he'd be, the army would come at four or five in the morning and he'd be gone then, it could be six or 12 months. And I used to feel very obviously upset by that. But we would always say, don't cry in front of your father because it'll upset him. Mm. I used to be really confused with all that. So, but I feel this. Why can't we express it? So what you end up doing is internalizing it and repressing it and almost seeing it as something shameful. Mm. And that's kind of been Ireland's 
history with this and it's not shameful it's what makes us human mm. and why was the army coming to take him away at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> it sounds quite dramatic it was dramatic and then he brought us once he went to he went to Israel um, he was stationed there and he decided to bring us and there was complete peace in the Middle East mm. for many years until the day the Breslins landed <laughs> and it's now referred to as the nine day war and we drove up to the border to the middle of it you know so as I thought you loved us dad um, but you know it, the, the Irish Defence Forces every family throughout Ireland who has had loved ones in it this is mm. the sacrifice they have to make yeah yeah uh, a text in uh, from Fiona and Trelise says can I ask Brezzy if this book is good for helping a six year old fall asleep on his own he always wants me to lie with him until he's asleep but I'm trying to get him to try to do it himself I love the cuddles but it can take a while and as he gets older I want him to feel like it's okay for me to go downstairs will yeah, the sleep scan help calm him at night yes it's functional so everything mm. we do is functional it's giving the, the, the kid the ability to actually I, like, I mean, even the magic moment we did, one of the first books, I, I told the story, I was on a plane, and I, I'm a terrible sleeper on planes, and I was flying to America, and I kind of was nodding off, I was delighted with myself, because I was like, because I don't fit in the seats, and <laughs> I looked, and I could feel there was somebody beside me, but it was a little kid doing the magic moment, and, and I looked at him, and he was like, I don't really like flying, and he was using this technique uh, to kind of reduce his anxiety mm. and I was like well you know sit down there for a sec I'll show you a few other ones and he, and he did and then he went back to his, his uh, chair and fell asleep and I stood wide awake for the next eight hours <laughs> then, you know but it is it's functional everything yeah. is functional you've got to give them well, physical cues to deal with it if we let the grown ups in on a bit of the action before you go uh, a lot of people still struggling with sleep some people difficulty falling asleep some people fall asleep but wake up a couple hours later and then stare at the ceiling until the alarm goes off do you have a favourite technique that you would use if you you know if your mind's a bit frantic and you wake up at three or four in the morning do you do you reach for any particular trick yeah and that is me and you know this mm. this perception that you know because you 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 teach and and study and deliver mindfulness that you have it all i don't have it all figured out and anyone who says that is talking nonsense and for me i i wake up a lot uh, i also i also i have to go to the toilet a lot that and that's just a habit i also i, I say i woke i wake up five times a night and i go to the toilet six times and but he sleeps on his own same thing get out your get out of that when your head starts to race at night uh, one of the techniques i think is really really useful is i i kind of designed it for myself but it really works is if you get your thumb and your finger beside your thumb and you start going really really fast circles with it as if that's your mind that's your so, mind racing so as if you're rolling a little bit of uh, Play-Doh or something yeah, yeah. And, uh, don't want to say it's not I was going to say it's not yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Play-Doh uh, your Play-Doh thumb gets, on your first finger when that Play-Doh gets stuck up your nose um, <laughs> yeah and, you, and, and actually almost look like that's your mind that's your mind going really 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 busy and then start to slow it down and breathe with it and really what you're trying to think of is the contact between the two fingers the feeling mm-hmm. and what you're doing is you're getting out of that racing mind but you're also acknowledging you have a racing mind you're not trying to pretend you don't yeah. so you, the fingers start circling really fast like the mind and then you just slow them down and breathe with them and you, you know you can do that very quietly and it just once the same thing when, when your head is racing at night and your cortisol levels are high and you kind of feel it gets into a pattern of it getting out of that head and into the body is is the best way to kind of to kind of and even the breath can be difficult for people. I get it. That's mm. why I always mm. kind of try to use do something else physical yeah. cues. Uh, now we have to let you go. Thank you so much for coming in. Sleep Scan is available now everywhere. Now you were signing some copies around uh, the place at the weekend as well, so it's signed copies available as well. And the Blizzard's acoustic tour continues. Uh, yeah. You got where Greystones, Set Theatre in Kilkenny on the twenty sixth of October. We're in Well Theatre, which is sold out in Greystones on the twenty eighth. Then we're in Glor Ennis, which we've never played. It's meant to be one of the most beautiful theatres in the country. It is gorgeous. Lovely. Yeah. and then hometown show in Mullingar. 
Gar Arts Centre on the 30th of October. Up the boys. Brilliant. Brez, as always, thanks so much for coming in. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.